Hello, everybody. Well, it's Tuesday, and you know, on Tuesdays, what you must do is tune into CB Bowman live. And you know, by now, our platform for this year is courage. And I have to tell you, first of all, you know, I have to be transparent. Hortense is one of my sisters as part of MG100. And she had to have courage to come on this show <laughs> because English is her second language. <laughs> so you're going to hear a beautiful French accent. And it'll be charming when she stops to try to figure out how do you say this word in English? So <laughs> I know you all are going to write in and help her, right? <laughs> so we will have a wonderful, wonderful multicultural show. <laughs> well, actually, it's more than, how do you say triple culture? Because, you know, just in case you haven't noticed, I'm bringing you the beautiful black, right? I just love it. I just <laughs> love it. I just love your color. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, today is International Women's Day. So isn't it fitting that we have international and a woman on today? Oh. So we're going to find out the secret life of Hortense and <laughs> all about the things that she went through that displayed ultimate courage. And guess what? She's written a book or two. And so we're going to ask her to show it. And we're going to talk a little bit about the book too. So we're going to kill multiple stones here at the same time. Hey, so let's get started, okay? But, oh, you know, before we get started, I have to ask you to please remember to go to your favorite podcast because after you see this, you know, it gets blasted out. Let me see if I can remember all the places. Stitches, Stitcher, Amazon, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Whoa. <laughs> In addition to LinkedIn, of course. You know, LinkedIn is our fave, right? So please write in, put your comments, put your ratings, and that will allow us to continue this wonderful program. Okay. So look for it under CB Live Courage or CB Live Challenges of the C-Suite. It's all the same. Okay. And it's Courage to Leap and Lead. So with that, we are going to start with Hortense. Hortense, introduce yourself. CB, you know, I am so delighted to be here today with you, I have to say. So thank you, my sister, you know, to uh, for having me today. And it's a special day. Yeah? So happy Woman Day, International Woman Day to all the women that are listening to us today and to you, CB. So for sure. Yeah, thank you. So uh, let's jump right in. First, let's talk about your book. Okay. okay. So, so show us your book. Show us the book. Okay, my book is here. Can you see it? Yeah. Yes, perfect. Uh, connecting your true self with the leader you're meant to be. 
is it written specifically for women? Uh, no, for everyone. Absolutely, absolutely everyone. Uh, everyone. So leader in the organization, but I consider everyone to be a leader because you are the leader of your life. So uh, I wrote this book uh, ready for a, a large uh, audience. Mm -hmm. And I hope, and I know that it's helped a lot of women and I'm so happy for that. And um, yeah, so this is really this, um, the book is all about the three parts in the book. There is, you know, meet yourself, meet your potential and, uh, and meet the leader you're meant to be, you want to be. And um, so, and it's it's a guide, and uh, you you have questions. It's not a long book, but it's it's more like a a, a playbook uh, to be aligned. You know, what are your value? Who are you? What uh, who are you ready? You know, uh, in, in, and uh, and uh, how to be yourself, the best version of yourself. So, so you mm -hmm. said three parts. Okay. So let's three parts. three parts. Three three parts or two parts. Three parts, three parts. Three parts. Okay. So the first one, meet your potential. Meet yourself. Meet yourself. Meet yourself. Okay. So what does that mean, meet yourself? <laughs> I have to look in the mirror every morning and say, see me, this is you, because that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love that. Meet yourself um, is ready to think deeply and truly uh, on who you really are. What are your value? What do you value? Mm -hmm. What drives you? What is unique in yourself? Mm -hmm. Because I'm a, I'm a great believer of we all are our own talent. Something special. Uh, doesn't have to be big, but we have something special. Uh, th this place where we feel good. We feel aligned. Mm. We, oh, this is exactly what I love. And this is exactly what I should do because I'm good at that. It's, now, you know. I want to tell you this story because it's really what you're talking about. And your book is on my shelf in back of me. Um, when, for, when the killing of Floyd happened, I said to myself, you know, you have been on the forefronts of diversity, equity, inclusion long before it became the current vogue, right? Because I was one of the people that took on two major Fortune 500 companies and sued them for discrimination. And so I thought, now is the time for me to speak out. This is, this is what I'm about. Here's the interesting thing that happened on that journey. It was the time, but it wasn't my calling, which mm -hmm. I think are two different things that have to be aligned. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I had been through that journey and I thought it was going to be my calling. Then a colleague of mine called me and said, and many people know this story, CB, uh, I want you to be the keynote at a conference I'm having. And I said, oh, great. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> do you want me to speak about diversity, equity, and inclusion? And she said, no, this is in Spain. 
And I said, oh, right, cultural difference. You want me to talk about executive coaching? And she said, no, this is a coaching organization. I said, well, I know that. We're compadres, you're in Spain and I'm here in the United States and we both have coaching organizations. And she said, I want you to talk about courage. And I said, I don't know anything about courage. Why are you asking me? And she said, CB, you're the most courageous person that I know. And I said, okay, I promised you. And I sat at my computer and I'm going, courage. And then my fingers started going like this. I was aligned exactly. with where my deep inner core is. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I can feel it. It, it resonates so much with me. It's exactly, exactly that. It's really when you, at one point, you, we understand and we said, oh, I am, I am at the right person at the right moment for the right right things and you're here and you feel like everything is easy the door open as you say you can find the world very very easily you feel you feel comfortable you feel everything and and this is that moment so i i, I love i love to uh, to uh, to explain this feeling as uh, you're feeling you are in the zone yes yes right right and, and we have another word which is called synchronicity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is it French or is it? Uh, it's the same word. It's the same word. word. Same word. Yeah. So it's multicultural. And yes, you're right. Because Hortense, this morning, I made my first cold call ever to okay. become a keynote speaker. And I thought, I've been putting this off for a couple of months because I thought, mm. I just, I am not good at sales. I, I'm horrible at it. <laughs> and everybody's always said to me, Sydney, you're so good at sales. I said, yeah, but when I believe in something, mm. Hortense, can I just tell you that cold call was like clockwork. It oh. was perfect. We bonded, we actually started laughing together oh, and said, I can't wait to get your material. And I'm thinking, Synchronicity just happened. What just happened? <laughs> this is that. This is exactly that. And and it changed everything, right? Yes. The energy was so the energy. Energy change, everything changed. You are yourself. You don't pretend to be someone else, you know, that you know, you are already yourself and you understand. For me, it was really that moment also. My first client. Uh, because I had different a lot of you know uh, lives before, so I took the scenic road uh, to come to uh, my calling, and but it was like uh, a decade ago, almost a decade, less than a decade ago, when I met my uh, my first client. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can tell you, I was nervous, so you yeah. could uh, you could you know imagine me the in my car in Paris. I was very nervous and. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Um, and I was not sure, uh, you know, that it was my calling or whatever it was. Well, it's a long story, but I can share later. No, but, I love, um, I love it. Yeah, you love it. Okay, so, um, so I was an entrepreneur at that time uh, for uh, ten years, 
And I felt that I was not aligned again because it was the third, third I changed life three times mm-hmm. for my career, in my career. Yes, sir. And, uh, and so um, I just arrived after 10 years of being an entrepreneur that I just love to be an entrepreneur, by the way, but it was in the, difficult, in the um, industry. Uh, so yeah. it was still recycling. So it was it was hard. It was a, 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 a world of men, and it was hard. It was okay, but it was hard. But I felt. I'm sure you already felt that. You know that. Okay, I think I am done here, and I should do something else. Yes. But, uh, right. So I'm sure you had that. And I said, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. But again, to change, to change everything. And you're here, and you you know you know that feeling. But yes. You take, but you take your time because oh, you're no, nervous. Not, not again, not again. I'm not going to change everything again. <laughs> but it was obvious. It was absolutely obvious. I knew it. I felt it. You know, I felt it in my body. And uh, so, at one point, a friend of mine uh, told me, "You know, you should be a coach, an executive coach." Because everyone just loves to ask you questions and you're just enjoying it. I look at him and I said, mm, not sure. I don't know what is an executive coach. But I knew, I mean, but I meant I yeah. am an entrepreneur, so uh, I'm not sure. But he told me, okay, but I have a friend who needs you. And I know that you can help him. He's an entrepreneur also. And I said, oh. Of course, I'm going to help him. <laughs> no, not a problem. Okay, so, and he told me try, try to, you know, try to put yourself in, a, in this, you know, suit, new, you know, coaching suit. So I played the role. I didn't tell my first client that it was my first client because, in <laughs> fact, I, I, you know, I just came in and said, uh, okay, well, let's see what's happened. Anyway, I'm going to talk. So we'll see. We'll see if I can help. And um, so I was there in my, my car, a little nervous. And uh, and just, you know, and I, I, I came in and he was there, very nice. And CB, after half an hour of talking, I felt in my body everywhere completely aligned in that zone. Uh-huh. And I felt like, oh my gosh, I am 100% myself. I can help. It is so easy for me. Like, you know, very easy. I could see things that he didn't. Yes. I could have felt it. Yes. And I said, wow, all my life now, you know, it's like a puzzle, everything put together. And you understand it was a meaning. You find meanings in, in all your life you know all the situation difficult situation or good situation by the way but you understand there and you see the old picture and say and say oh this is who i meant to be i am here wow so you are very happy because you find it and even if i had to change everything again uh, but it was easy, and I increased my confidence, and I work a lot on you know different things, you know to be, uh, you know really the the, the the coach, the executive coach that I wanted to be, mm-hmm. not you know trying to be like everyone, blah blah. blah. No, my specificity, I think, comes from from me, my life, you know exactly. what I learn, and and that's all. And be myself is okay sometimes, uh, you know people like me or not 
it's okay, you know. I am who I am. I am not another person and I'm not going to pretend to be somewhere else. That's all. You know, what you said is so powerful. So powerful. Because, so first, you know, everybody's listening knows that I'm the CEO of the Association of Corporate Executive Coaches. One of the things, and we don't admit a lot of people in, one of the things we look for is are you bringing yourself to the coach or are you bringing a prescribed set of competencies that you have no relationship to because everybody in in my organization they believe that you have to be an enterprise-wide business partner and you cannot do that if you're opening the book every day to make sure that you're following the rules of competency, you have to t speak from your life experiences mm -hmm. the way that you have. And not every client's going to be the best for you. And so no. sometimes you have to fire a client, right? <laughs> I had. So. See, the concept. We could fire a client, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure you're. You, you had this experience also, um, especially when I was, so now I'm living in, in, in New York, uh, but before I was, uh, I lived in Paris. It was, I was in France mm. and I began, my coaching program was, you know, I began. You know friends, let's not discuss Paris because my mind is huge, <laughs> you know, and then now those croissants. <laughs> the oh, the croissants, okay. the baguette, the baguette. It's coming. You know, through the sea to my house. <laughs> the baguette, especially the baguette. You know. Oh yes. <laughs> I know that. I know that. When I was when I was pregnant, you know, I couldn't, you know, go to the bakery because I wanted to eat everything. Every I, you know, I smelled, you know, these baguettes. I was like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> For me, it's the pan of chocolate because. There's no place. <laughs> what kind of chocolate they put in there? But there's no place that tastes like that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's anyway, coming back to this, I also so, want to tell you, Carolyn, a, a dear friend, wrote in and said, "Hello, CB and Otens. It is hard being courageous, but we do what we must. Love this topic. Thank you, Carolyn. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you, Carolyn." So what happened to your first client? How successful were they? Oh, so my first client was very successful. Very, very, very successful. And uh, I, I'm still, you know, I, I'm still talking to him and uh, and time to time working with him. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm so proud of him. He did a great, great job. And uh, I never told him that he was my first client, but uh, but uh, yeah, he, he did very well. He he was he is he's an entrepreneur, very smart person, very uh, right brain, very emotional, and um, so he had great vision. I can tell you, his vision are absolutely amazing. But he had this difficulty to how can I communicate my vision to people? He felt like he was a bit alone and in the middle of the world with, you know, 
left brain uh, people who are coming from you know very uh, very educated from high school very big school blah 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 he had this little uh, complex of not being graduated from high very very it was graduated he was educated but not from uh, hbs so right. let's say right. let's say mm-hmm. um and I, I saw um i see a lot of you know uh, very often in fact it's 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 a problem sometimes because they feel um they feel you know under others because they didn't they think that they didn't do the right thing and that's yes. so false this is not true this is not true at all so so we work on that on how to be himself and himself was great accept you know that he had so much talent and he was different from others and uh, i we we work also on how he can be the leader that he meant to be and he wanted to be so how we want to lead you know how we want to show up with with his team and what's going to happen if you do that and things like that so we work a long time years uh, on that on being you know really the person is going to be and i can tell you that now uh it is at an amazing place and you know, it's yeah. surprising to me i hate to interrupt you but it's so sure. exciting what you're talking about it's surprising to me first of all you know when we talk about this situation with women we put this label on it called the imposter syndrome right mm-hmm. and it's surprising to me how many men also mm-hmm. suffer from this and it's also very surprising to me but it's really not that if people as you mentioned in your book if you get to your authentic self you can lead much better mm-hmm. right because then you don't have to worry about matching yourself to what's in a book uh, what somebody else tells you what your parents tell you you then bring out your own strengths and then figure out how to commute those strengths in a way that's going to be positive to other people you don't start with changing yourself when you are authentic absolutely and cb when you think about it it takes so much energy and hurts so much to be someone that you are not and try you know i am a big believer my one of my fight in life is you don't have to enter in a box no i was not that kind of person i am not and i'm going to die no box <laughs> you can ask my friends and everybody that i cannot i cannot you know i you cannot breathe you cannot be yourself so just be yourself but it's be free yourself and uh it's this freedom when you come somewhere with your full self you come also with your heart yes uh, with your soul uh with your body with and with your mind of, of course and uh, your your mindset your spirit but it's all you know a whole person and if you allow yourself to be yourself and it's okay you authorize yourself to be yourself everything can happen i like you're, you're i like fighting and you're not fighting right yes. authorize yourself to be yourself what great words <laughs> so powerful this is this 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 is what i think and uh, and also uh, what i encourage everyone to 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 do because you know 
okay, you, you, you have to face some fears and we need courage to do that. Uh, of course, you need courage, a lot of courage. But this is so unbelievable, you know, the change when you're yourself. And when you are not yourself, you are fighting. You are fighting inside and here and here. And so this is how we get sick. Mm. And uh, this is how we, you know, something, you know, wrong is happening. You are exhausted. It's because you are fighting. When we are fighting and fighting and fighting, you know, uh, you are not yourself. You, you put your energy in the wrong direction. If you, yeah. Can you imagine if you put all the energy that you put to be someone else in, in to be yourself? Wow. And take care of yourself and accept yourself. Authorize, you know. But that's why, you know, the, the book, the first part is meet yourself because you have to do this journey. Yes. It's not like, I don't think that we wake up in the morning and say, oh, I know why I am. No, it's a journey. We have to ask some questions. So this is something that I do in my coaching, but you can do with the book, but you can do with a spiritual leader. You can do with who you want. But, you know, this journey of, you know, what is important? What drives me? What kind of leader I want to be? How I want to be remembered? You know, all that part. And uh, takes time. And at one point, you know your driver. You know why you're here. And you say, okay, so now I have my true north. It's my alignment. My true north. I know. The vision is here. I'm always going to do what I feel like I should do. Not because you, you don't identify it. And yes. when you're here. When you're here, after you can meet your potential, because you are the best version of yourself. You can open. You can open up. You can be yourself. Don't be afraid. It's fine. What causes people to be so afraid, do you think, to, to be themselves? What's behind it? Why don't they have the courage to be who they are? I think the first thing is, our education. We were, we were told to do that. That is right. That is, you know, how a woman should rise. This is how you should live. This is in your education also at school. This is, you are clever. You are smart. If you do that or that, all about, you know, left side and everything. So we all have an image. Mm -hmm. uh, and this image is not our image. It's not our picture of the, you know, the leader or the person we want to be. It's a picture that others want for us. So very often it's, very often it's, it, 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 of course it's, it's not a bad thing because you have to, to grow up. And when your parents say, so you should, you should, I don't know, be a doctor, for example, because you are a family from doctor and you don't want to be a doctor. You know how hard it is to tell them, oh, I'm going to be an actor. Hey, yes, <laughs> and and this is difficult. This is difficult for the parents because they don't understand, and they say, "Oh, I felt." This is difficult for the person because they know they, they are afraid and they they don't want to disappoint someone. And so I take this example, but and you have you know the same with with uh, same example with for example the education. We are talking a lot today and uh, about being a human leader. So this is my second book. I'm working on that. Mm. But being human is showing vulnerability. Yes, for is, sure. 
um, we have to deal with emotions. This is what we learned from the, the pandemic. So those emotions, for example, we were told that it doesn't emotions don't believe don't um, belong to the corporate arena. This is one of my clients that told yeah, me. That. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> and then COVID came. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why. So you know how things could change like that. So and yes. now they need you know our leaders and we need courage to to face that. So how can we do that uh, to be human to show emotion? So so this is you know I think it's yeah it's our environment who shaped us and this is good because we need you know it's like a flowers we need we need a tutor we need something to grow up right if you don't have any anything you can grow up anyway. So at one point you have to have these uh, tutors and and grow up uh, like that. Yes, yeah. But the, the question becomes: When does the tutor take over your inner self, and you need to self-correct, right? Yeah. yeah. So when it's because when you feel you cannot breathe anymore, you feel like you are not mm -hmm. yourself, and and you do something, or you do things that you don't like you you don't like and and you are uh, and yeah yeah you, you you don't feel it you feel like it's not right because we know that we never listen we are never listening to our intuition we know that you know you know it's like a, a children do you think that the children doesn't know when he did something wrong of <laughs> course <laughs> Of course, you know. No, mom, but, I didn't take the cookies. And me and them, the cookies, they're all over the Oh, I didn't do anything. <laughs> so we know we know what is right and wrong for us. Mm -hmm. For us. And after, you know, if what is good for us, right for us, doesn't match with your environment, maybe your partner's. Uh, maybe you know your, your your children, maybe your your mentor, maybe I don't know. That all our environment, this is when you need a lot of courage, courage yeah. to tell them, and after to try. Because imagine if you fail, they are going to tell you, "Huh, I told you." Now, I, I love that you brought that in because in my work now, the courage to leap and lead. That's one of the things that I put such emphasis on, the word failure. It's really, if I had a magic wand, I would erase that from our language, from our dictionaries, because there's no such thing as failure. There's only new learning, right? And so if we take, for example, you, you said you had you know, multiple careers before you found your heart. The fact is those multiple careers gave you information mm -hmm. to help your clients from your heart, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to imagine something and the results, you know already because you've walked in their shoes. Mm -hmm. So important. But now we talked about the first one, be yourself. Tell me the next one. The potential? The meet your potential. Okay, meet your potential. So meet your potential is when we are absolutely clear on our values, we, 
true neurons and everything. So mm -hmm. now, try it. <laughs> go for it. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And you will see everything is going to change because it's magic. It's magic if you are yourself. You know, it's like just, I like to take this metaphor with a surfer. You know, when you take, you know, you're a surfer and you take, you know, the, the perfect wave, you are here. Wow. And it's like you're flying. Everything is, you know, is, is doing right. It's, it's great. It's, it's wonderful. You are happy. You are, you, are, you, are, you are feeling good. And you are feeling the power. This good power, not the power that we don't we don't like but the really the power the power of changing people the power of being yourself all all that kind of power and um and so this is the second part this is okay so we try now okay we try and we see oh here i did great or here i need help or here i you know and you adjust like like with with my horses i i am um, a big um i just love horses i was surrounded by horses when i uh, when I was uh, young, and I was a competitor, short jumper, and uh, oh. and this is exactly the same. This is you know when uh, when you're here and uh, you adjust before you know the jump, because imagine you have an obstacle there, you are on your horse, and you're just there, three steps before, you don't move, so you have to adjust. You have to adjust before to be at the right place before the jump. And when you jump, you feel this, you know, gosh, I'm flying. I'm here with my horse and I did it well. Everything is going well. So this is this is a sensation to be alive. I love that. Never <laughs> thought about that. You know, I should have known that you're a horsewoman from your build. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> um, so I won't tell you the story about one time I was riding and um, my, I was riding with my boyfriend and we were riding on the beach, which, you know, to me was like mm -hmm. one of the most romantic things to do, mm -hmm. except his horse did not like my horse and he went to kick him. And instead <laughs> of landing on the horse, it landed on my leg. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's hurts. It's hurts. Okay, so my courage learning was make sure that when you're riding with somebody, the horses like each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, that's, that's a good point because you know what is great with horses is, it's, it's you know, they're acting, they're, they feel everything. So you have to be connected with your horse. So, uh, so yeah, so and I can imagine the different horses, of course, but you know, when you are in, in the beach and everything, of course, yeah. it's crazy to have two, two horses who doesn't like, who don't like them, each other. And the doctor that treated me, he must have thought he was treating another horse. So he put lit ligament on my leg and it's, my oh. leg still had sand on it. And so he's oh. rubbing it in and I thought, I am seeing stars in all colors that I never knew existed. Oh my God. I'm sorry for that. Coming back home the next day, so I had to get on the plane. Okay. That was really one of the last times that I rode a horse. <laughs> you should try again. They are not all like okay. that. <laughs> Come with okay. me. Uh, we're going to ride horses together. 
New York, we'll go to Central Park and we'll go ride yeah. it. Absolutely. <laughs> I say hi to the horse in Central Park every day. I say, oh. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. What's number three? So number three is now that, okay, so you meet yourself, you know who you are, your drivers, your values, that you understood your potential, what you can do yes. as a leader, how do you align that, who you are, your values with your team and huh? your organization? How do you align the purpose of the organization with your purpose? And how do you make, you know, all your organization, I call that the alignment of, uh, of alignments with the S because everyone. Your, your computer froze. You call oh. it alignment or, and. The alignment of alignments with the S. Uh -huh. Okay. Because you have your alignment, but each person in your organizations in your team has to be aligned also. They have to be the same, you know, give them the, the, the opportunity as a leader to think about it. But and, if, you're, if your alignment is based on your values, are you then saying that everybody in the organization has to have the same values as you to be aligned? Let's say that they have to share uh, I think sh sharing at least one of the value, maybe not all, but you know we are, you know we are all in the same boat. The captain has his vision, has his driver, and he wants you know to, uh, I don't know, to make a uh, um, dream again everyone uh, in in the in the organization because this is what drives him. For example, if you take Ralph Lauren, for example, I don't remember exactly, you know, how he did that, but it's mm -hmm. through dreams that you know it can create uh, a new, a new, a new home. I think of a new life, something like that. It's not right. exactly that. It's not exactly that, but something like that. And uh, so it's how you uh, uh, you make them, you make you know the, the people in your in your teams uh, be aligned with that. So. This is all about listening to them and, and ask them to share stories. Who are you and what is your dream? Oh, my dream is you know, to buy a, a biggest house for my, my kids or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So, and after as a leader and in the company, you ask yourself, okay, how can we do as an, you know, as an organization, how can we help you to do that? So maybe maybe it's a career, it's a planned career, or maybe I don't know something else. Uh, but it's all a question of listen, li yeah, listen to to everyone, understand what what drives them, uh, what gives them energy, why they are here, and try to transform. Try to transform, you know, um, the the situation where. I have to go to work because I, we all need money to, I just love to work. And I just love to come to work because I know that, you know, every day I'm, you know, putting uh, my shoes uh, in, the, in the organization to reach my dream. For example, you know, to have another, another house. It's very different when you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, I'm going to go there because I know that I can achieve my dream then you know i got to go there because i need i need this money to work 
Money, of course, we need money. I'm not going to say that we don't need and it's not important. Not at all. This is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is we need a higher purpose, higher purpose, higher yeah. goal. And, and each one, we are different. So each one has a, a, a different one. But of course, uh, at, the, at the reverse, if you take, you are, you are in, in the company or, or with leader that you absolutely don't, don't share the values for a reason or another. I think you should think about it and don't stay there because this is very important. Well, now you're leading to what we're dealing with, which is the great resignation. Yeah. Because, you know, companies have taken advantage of people. I'm not saying that they all meant to, but if you don't pay attention to the people, you don't have to agree, but at least listen and respect, then you have no reason to stay but money. And then that starts to, as you're saying, it starts to go down, down, down. And then the work becomes down, 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 you know? But now people, instead of letting their work go down, which then is tied to how they feel about themselves, mm -hmm. they'll say, you know what, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going to go someplace else and find a place where I can be respected for how I think. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say that you have to have the same values. I think what you're saying, it doesn't say you have to have the same values as your boss or your company, but your values have to be respected within that mix. They have to be heard within that mix, mm. no? Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, and some somewhere too much also because you know they cannot understand you if you don't share the same value. Yes, absolutely. We have to be true. You know, it's the truth. Uh, you know, if you don't share the same values, when we say values, is not, you know, each you know things is important, but it's it's a spirit. You know, if we, oh, okay. you know, we know yeah. what I mean. It, it's not uh, about you know values like it, it's a spirit. Uh, for me, for example. Uh, uh, my driver is to help people uh, to uh, become the person they meant to be. So this is my driver, and this is what I believe. And this is, um, you know, all my coaches or the person that I can to try to help. This is this is what I I try to do. I try to unlock them to make themselves, you know, be the best version of themselves. I say, hey, go, go now, go. And if you don't believe that, if you not agree with me and say, oh, what is she doing? I cannot understand you, or maybe I can understand, but I mean, you know, there is no communication. There is nothing good here. I think maybe people confuse your personal values with the organizational values. But they have too much. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it can be different. So your personal values can be, you know, it's important to me to take care of my family, right? Mm -hmm. Financially. Your organization values could be, employees don't steal from a company, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're, not, they're mm. not not aligned. They are aligned, but they're different. Yes? Mm. So, I understand. Mm. I, think, I, I think, okay, let's, maybe it's a question of word, but I understand what you mean. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say that maybe uh, in the company, in the organization, it's more about the purpose. Yes. Don't, don't, think, don't talk about values. Maybe it's purpose. Uh, 
-hmm. it's a purpose of the company. Why? What do you want to do mm. as, a as a company? Uh, yeah. What message? How you want to help the world? You know, and it's not a question of, you know, nice world on a wall. And this is what leadership is about is, okay, believe it. What is important? So, and this is when, if we go back, you know, to, to the leader, when, when he knows, or she knows, when the leader knows, no, sorry, knows, no, whatever. When the leader, good, when the leader knows, you know, what is important for, for, for him, her, we know the road and we know how, you know, to, what to do in the organization and yes. the purpose of the organization has to match your value. That's I, a, I it's a question of work. It's a question of work. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I, what I, what I wanted to say. And uh, it's, and, and it's, and it's really that. And um, the third part of the book is, you know, uh, it's really how you can do that. And it's by exactly what you said and what you're fighting for. It's listening, be there not being the smartest person in the room, we absolutely don't mind that because the leader role change. The, the leader has to have this vision. So he's, you know, back to the captain, you know, he's the captain of this boat. The captain, we're waiting for the captain that he can have the vision. The North is here. It's our purpose and the why. What we are going to do as an organization for others to make, you know, better life to others. So, okay, this is it. And in the boat, you have a crew. It's a team. And each person in the crew has to understand that they are listened, so they have to be heard. Important, what they're doing. Without you, we cannot do it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and listen, important, and respected. Mm. And this is all the values are here, so it's and, and this is a role, the, the, the new new role. I know though it's new because I, I was telling the same, you know, before COVID. But this is the role of, of the leader of today and tomorrow. This is not having all the answer because you cannot. We are in the storm. So, okay, you navigate. We are, in, you know, in this, in this boat and a, a wave arrives. Ah, how can you do that? Okay, let's figure out all together. How we can face, how we can face a new a new war, how we can face you know a pandemic, how we can face all this suffering, this emotion and everything. So, but no. but tense, is it too late for leaders? Because shouldn't we have figured this out way before? <laughs> that it's important to listen, it's important to respect, it's important. <laughs> I, I mean, why is this new? information for leaders what what happened i think it's the trigger um the trigger is the pandemic but why the, because why? because because okay go back to two years ago we realized that the world could change close in one week in a heartbeat yes right Yes. So we couldn't imagine before, right? It was not possible. Nobody, right. nobody was thinking about that. But why? You know, they had something 
that was very prominent before in companies called research. <laughs> and research really prepared you for all kinds of scenarios. I want to know what happened, in your opinion, between the days of research and COVID. Did, we, did companies just fall off the earth? Did we go in a, a zone where we were just not paying attention? Yeah, I, I think we, I don't know, you know, I just try something. Yeah? But uh, I think that maybe it's because we didn't connect. So, you know, it's always the same story. You have the theory. In theory, we are very smart. And let's have, you know, the real life. Oh, it's happened. Oh, my gosh. Where is my playbook? I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so there is something like that. There is, you know, it's like my right and left brain just love, you know, that because it's mm -hmm. really something like you cannot imagine. It's it's like the war today. You cannot imagine. You cannot yeah. imagine that, you know, that's, those things are going to happen again. So, so this is difficult. But we all, we went through that, all, all, all of us. And mm -hmm. the, the leaders and the, you know the the family, every every everyone. So I think it changed everything because we cannot say that oh, now. Yes. We cannot say that now today. We are the same person that we were two years ago. That, oh, of course, no. you know when when I walked into the stores during the pandemic, even my beloved Costco, right, and I saw empty shelves. Mm. It was a shock. It reminded me of my days in Cuba, where you go in and you see nothing on the shelves. And I was stunned when I saw that. Mm. That's why it's so important for us to travel. And then it was here on my ground. Mm. I thought, I better hold on. This is kind of scary. Mm. This is scary. This is scary. We can't imagine it. Even no, when we can see it in other countries. We can't we, no, we can't imagine it because it's always the same story. It doesn't, it's not going to happen to me, you know. Something wrong is happening to someone and you say, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Of course. So we, we, we just realized that. And so we changed. We were locked down. And we discover, again, that we are just human. And our leader, uh, you know, had to, to, to do, uh, you know, to deal with emotion, with other people. Uh, uh, and take care of, of their teams, of the customer, all the shareholders, how you do that. And they did a great job, uh, you know, for, for most of them. And, uh, you know, how you do that. And now, you know, it's it's the same because those person, when we are locked down, you discover new things on yourself. Maybe you discover something you don't like in yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you discover nice things like, oh, I didn't so I didn't see my my son growing up. This is great to be around because you were on the plane all, 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 all the time. So you don't want to go back to that moment because you understand. This is why there is a great resignation, I think, because you understand now what is important for you. And you don't want to deal with that because we understand that the world <clears throat> our life, and our life is ephemeral. We're going to die. We know that, right? Die is part of life. So... We know that, but now with what happened, it's brutal, and it's a wake-up call and say, "Hey, oh, what is important for you? Is it to win, you know, a lot of money, or is it to take care of your family? 
Mm. And you can do both. I don't I don't say that you don't have to travel or whatever it is. But I mean that understanding, we, which actually yeah. seeing it and understanding and make a conscious decision. Yeah, because we we, we had to feel it. Yes. Okay. We have to because we felt it. We we felt it, we saw it, we understood it. It's our own alignment. So and so you know, our young generation, our Z generation, and, you know, they were like that. I don't want to do anything without meaning. I don't want to walk there if I, I'm not here, if I'm not respected. I, you know, we know we knew that for, for a long time. So now it's not a generation. It's a universal change. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, our leader has to change and to integrate that. And being this human leader that we need and understand that we are all in the same ship and it's all together to make make the space for others, for your teams to, to speak, to be listened, to um, to be respected, to do something about it. But, but tense. here's the thing that worries me. It seems it's like being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Pain you experience while you're pregnant, the minute the baby's out, the pain is forgotten. Mm. I worry, and I think the great resignation is evidence of this, mm. that our leaders are forgetting fast. Mm. You know? When I see things like, um, I don't remember what I was reading, but something that was saying, okay, we it's time now. We're going back to the office. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I could say as a courage consultant, okay, that leader made a courageous decision Mm. because now they're going to be dealing with maybe losing 50% of their workforce, but they're believing that being in the office is going to produce more. When in fact, we have the data that says when people work from home, the company actually produces more. But in their heads, they can't develop the elastic to stretch to say, maybe it's a new world. I don't have to bring everybody. We don't have to have kumbaya all the time. So what do you say to those leaders who experienced it, understood it, but are snapping back into the the old misalignment? I um, I think it's a question of fear. They're afraid. So you 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 have two kind of of, of persons. Uh, you have the person who can feel the fear, but do it anyway. So they know they had to do it because there is no choice, CB. You know there is no choice. You know people. You know people change. The mindset change. So if you don't change, it's not going to work anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, because we are all, you know, it's not a question of just this population, in, you know, living in New York in this area. No, no, no. It's 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 a, it's a world thing. So, so I think you don't have the choice. So you have that part of some leaders will understand in the left brain, but they don't. They are very afraid to do it. So they say that they are not going to do it. But you know, in fact, it's, they have to. F- you know, 
feel the fear and, and do it anyway. So with help, because you need help, because we don't know, we don't have the playbook to do it. Um, and on the other hand, and I think this is the majority of leaders that I see, um, is really, we understood it, we got it, and we're going to do it. The only thing is we need help to do it. And that, that I respect. Yeah, yeah and, and, that, and that is absolutely okay. Again, we don't have the playbook and we are all in the same boat and we are going to try to help each other. But, you know, this is, and this is what I'm doing with, 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 uh, with my clients and, uh, and, and my husband when I, I'm working with him on that subject. And um, we see great things, CB, great things, you know, leaders who understood that and have this vulnerability to be here and say, okay, I'm afraid. I cannot fix it. I don't know how to fix it. I was, you know, I was teach to fix, but my gosh, you know, how fix, how can we fix that? And the answer is you cannot fix emotions. Don't try to fix. It's not the same mindset. It's now this right part of your brain. It's your emotions, how you connect with other. And again, how you to make this, you know, safe environment where you can unleash, you know, the human magic. And, uh, and and be yourself, be aligned, and be well. Of course, it's, it's not in one day, and it's not that easy that we say. It's a process, and anyways, your alignment is also a journey. It's a process. Some sometimes it's easier than others, but it's, the question is, what what is important? The true north. Do you believe in that? Do you want to do that or not, as a leader? Because you have the power to do it. Is there an opportunity for followers to help the leaders remember and get there and stay there? Is there that opportunity? I think so. I think so because, uh, the, you know, it's always the same story. I think everything begins by yourself. If yourself as a person, as a leader, you are so afraid that you cannot show up and ask for help. Nobody can do anything for you, CB. Of course. So if you are at the contrary, it's uh, the kind of leader who just arrive and say, oh, I need help. Could you help me? You know, my followers, I need you. I'm sure that everyone is going to help you. Yes. But it's not easy to say that. No. When you, when, yeah. Courage. Courage. Incredible courage. courage. And I believe that kind of courage becomes easier the more you're aligned with yourself and you know you have an inner strength. If you believe that you have a weakness, you'll never get to that courage point. Mm -hmm. You have to be aligned first. And then the courage comes flowing in because you know no one is going to shake yeah. that courage, yeah. that alignment. Yeah, yeah, because you, you know that it's the right thing to do mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. So if it's the right thing for you to do, nothing, I think nothing can stop you. I agree. You know? And um, I'm sure you have a lot of occasion to. Uh, uh, to do it and a lot of experience with that. But when, when we think something and we say, I know this is the right way to, to, to do it. I know that you don't agree, but I know that it's the right way to do it. 
on, on, you know, my concern, you know, I do it, you know, whatever what's happened, because I know it's the right way. <laughs> and you follow me. Who loves me, follow me. If you don't follow me, you don't follow me. Oh my God, you're so French. <laughs> Is this a French thing? Gonna get? I don't think so. <laughs> I love it. I am so disappointed we're out of time. Oh my God. <laughs> I say this to all my guests, but we you have to come back because we love your examples of courage and I want to talk some more about it. I mean, I had no idea we were going to spend an hour talking about your amazing book. Please show it again. Oh, thank you. A lot. Gosh, it's fabulous. And I think your next book is how to align once you're misaligned. <laughs> the next book is Unlocked. How to unlock yourself to be aligned and to be that kind of leader. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to have some conversations about that. Okay. <laughs> Listen, everybody, I'm so delighted that we had this opportunity to find out about being aligned, right? Thank so, you so much, Siri. Thank you. It's been an amazing discussion. And as I said to you before, I never know where my discussions are going to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You follow your instincts. I love it that. just depends where we're heading and we'll go down that road. So uh, everyone, please write in, tell me how much you love Tortense and if you'd like to see her come back and what you want her to discuss, because clearly this is a woman that has a lot of good things to say. <laughs> so this is CB. Thank you so much, Hortense. Thank you everyone for being here. I love you guys and I'm gonna see you next week. Ciao. Oh. Wait, how do I say that in French? Um, uh, I can think of Italian, German. All right, give me the French to say goodbye. Au revoir. Of course, au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> Until uh, next week. <laughs> merci. Merci, Sibi. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Uh, how do we say until next week? Jusqu'à la, la semaine prochaine. What she said. Okay. <laughs> à la semaine prochaine, you say. Yes. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Next week. Thank you for having me. It was great fun. Thank you. <laughs>